Good day, Life Builders. This is Jay Julian, and you're listening to the Life Builders Club podcast. Totally psyched that you join me today. This is actually the very first podcast, and I am so excited. Um, I've been wanting to do this for a very long time. Uh, we've been doing a Facebook group for people in the Life Builders Club, which has been great and encouraging, but I thought it would be super cool to be able to get some messages out to you and to the world to help you rebuild and find renewed passion and purpose. So the goal of the Life Builders Club and Life Builders Club podcast is to do just that. Many times in our lives, we face things that feel like they're going to take us out. I don't know about you, but I have faced some things in my life that seemed like it would be impossible to recover from, things that I thought were going to be the undoing of me, things that I thought would be um, maybe life-changing in a detrimental way, but I want to encourage you. The Life Builders Club is meant for you to not only recover, but to rebuild your life. We're going to have some awesome, awesome interviews on this thing. I've already done some interviews with some uh, specialists in uh, different areas that can help us to rebuild, uh, and we're going to have some uh, topics that will really help as well in different areas of our lives when we're facing troubles, trials, and the need for change. I, I, you know, in my life, I have definitely have experienced times where I realized that there were transitions. I've experienced times where there was no choice but to change. Many times we are faced with, um, for me, it was a divorce and um, the loss of a career job that I had really been invested in and loved with all my heart. For me, it was learning to live in a whole new way after a divorce and a change of career uh, and also not being able to see my kids on a regular basis and that kind of thing. For you, you might have had a different situation. Maybe you have financial troubles or a business failure or a personal relationship breakdown or even a physical health challenge. But in life, we are definitely bound, excuse me, we are, yeah, we're bound to end up with challenges. Uh, sometimes that's on a daily basis for some of us. But I want to encourage you, uh, having gone through some really trying times in my life, you can make it. And not only can you make it, but you can be better for it. A lot of times we think that a breakdown is going to take us down, but instead I believe that it can change our hearts, change our minds, change our focus, and actually build us up into a new and improved version of ourselves. Five and a half years ago, I faced the most painful, frightening time in my life, but I learned a ton in the process. So my goal is to help you, if you're going through tough times, to, I don't know, reassess life, to think differently, to change perspective, to change ideas, to change your thoughts, to change your ways, and find help, hope, and renewal. Uh, I remember talking to my daughter at one point, um, who, you know, she had to go through the change of life with me, of course, because many times we're not alone in our change. But she told me, and it really blew my mind, that the hardest and worst thing that could ever happen actually became the best thing. How does that happen? Well, I think it happens when we choose in our trials and we choose in our tribulations that we will not grow bitter, 
but we will grow better, that we will determine that we are going to let seasons of change change us into better people. The worst thing in our lives can actually catapult us into the best life because of the renewed perspectives, because of the new thoughts that we have, because of the changes that we choose to make. For me, it took radical reflection, it took personal growth, it took some counseling and some life coaching, and it took some complete renovation of how I was living my life. So sometimes we go through seasons where it really feels like, as it has been said, the dark night of the soul, where everything is dark and we can't see light at the end of the tunnel, where we basically, I don't know about you, but I've had times I just wanna lay in bed all day long, and just crash, or I want to go out and binge eat everything in sight to try to satisfy the inner pain or the gnawing that's going on in the soul. But those things are not going to help us at all. The best thing we can do when we go through trial, we go through tribulation, we go through hardship, we have unexpected news is to choose, where, are we going to crash or are we going to change? Are we going to face this or are we going to run from it? Are we going to break down or are we going to choose to rebuild? Are we going to let go of the old life that we had or are we going to embrace a new rebuilt life? Are we going to pursue new wisdom, new passion, new purpose? Will we go backwards or will we grow forward? That's the goal. And, and, you know what? I, I want to let you know this. Just like rebuilding your life, nothing will ever be perfect. It can definitely be perfected. We can learn, we can grow, and we can go forward. So today I want to talk to you just very briefly about the topic or the subject matter, don't freak out. I was trying to figure out what would be the best way to launch this podcast, and I don't know if there really is a best way. I have so much content I want to cover with you over the next months and years, so many things that I know can be helpful to you, that were helpful to me and helpful to others that are going to be on this podcast. But today, I just felt like the best thing I could tell you is when you're facing hardship, when you're facing trial, when you've heard news that you didn't expect, or when something comes your way that totally um, shocks you or challenges you, don't freak out. Uh, say that out loud with me, will you? I know it might be weird. Some of you are in your cars. Some of you are running on the treadmill. Some of you are in the gym. Some of you are maybe sitting in your home office or doing homework. Um, but you know what? It is important for us to verbalize positive affirmation and to coach ourselves. So I want to encourage you right now, the next time something hard comes your way, the next time you hear some news you don't want to hear, the next time you get a text from someone that didn't seem very pleased, just don't freak out. Say it with me right now. You ready? One, two, three. Don't freak out. You know, there's a term for freaking out that I heard not too long ago, and it's called an amygdala attack. Don't let an um, amygdala attack take you down. The amygdala is a part of the brain that fires off the neurons that actually produces the fight or flight part of our brain, the react or respond part of our brain. And many times we will freak out 
at the very slightest movement or um, thing that happens in our lives because of the amygdala. I know for me in my life, my amygdala was freaking out almost all the time internally. Uh, externally, I looked like I had it together. Externally, I was um, smiling and happy, but internally, um, almost anything could trigger my amygdala and I would have a flight reaction. I would take things to the next level internally and start to think worst case scenarios. Many of us struggle with that. Others, we get the fight uh, mentality. So for me, I would flight. I would want to run. I would want to fix it. I would want to solve it. I would want to protect myself where others will want to fight and immediately react that way. So don't freak out because you're just having an amygdala attack. Something has come your way that has caused you a little bit of fear. And basically, this kind of comes from uh, history where in the old days, mankind needed to uh, fight or flight for survival. If we're out running around the woods hunting and a bear is around the corner, we'd hear that and we would react and either run or fight. But now, most of the things that come our way, they're not bears and they're not lions and they're not going to kill us, but we still have it in us subconsciously to react instead of respond. So I encourage you the next time something happens to you and you immediately get a reaction, don't freak out. Um, I, I think of some scenarios like maybe you got a letter from the bill collector. Don't freak out. Uh, the boss calls you into his office and wants to meet with you for an unscheduled meeting. Don't freak out. Your girlfriend wants to talk about your relationship. Don't freak out. Your car payment is overdue. Don't freak out. Your landlord is sitting on your front step when you come home from work. Don't freak out. Your son calls you at two o'clock in the morning. Don't freak out. Relax. Take a breath. So there's a couple things I think about in this. For me, when I went through my divorce, um, and when an initial separation happened, I was freaking out internally, thinking worst case scenarios, thinking life could never be the same again, thinking um, all kinds of things. And, and in the state of panic, it's easy for us to over exaggerate what's going on. It's easy for us to write a story that hasn't happened and probably won't happen in our own minds. So don't freak out. Here's the four words I want you to remember. These are words that I used, and I can say this, that internally I freaked out, but I want to encourage you, many times people freak out internally and externally when going through troubles, which makes things worse. So here's the situation. Something happens, uh, is, as extreme as it might be, as hard as it might be, as shocking as it might be, you do have the power to stop the amygdala attack. You have the power to choose to not freak out, and you have the power to respond in a way where you control where your brain goes. So next time something comes, don't freak out. Here's what I want you to remember. Pause. Ponder. Pray proceed. Pause, ponder, pray, proceed. So pause. It's been said that even one second breath before you react to something will cause your brain to realize that you're okay and that you're safe and that you're not going to die and will cause your heart 
uh, heart rate to slow down and you'll be able to respond instead of react. Even a split second pause before a reaction will cause a response instead. So when something comes your way, pause for a moment, take a deep breath and just think to yourself, is this really real? So that's the next part. You pause, you take a breath, you let your body settle in, you're safe, there's not a bear behind a tree, you're okay, and then ponder and ask yourself the question, is this really true? Is the thought that just came through my mind really true? Is that really what's happening right now? And maybe it's not. Maybe we're over-exaggerating due to the amygdala attack and we're freaking out, ready to run through the woods screaming and uh, in fear, but actually it might not even be what we think it is. So pause and then ponder. So the ponder is this, what's really going on? Is this really true? Is this really a problem? Do I really know the facts behind what's happening right now? And 99% of the time, the answer would be no. I don't know the knowledge. I don't know what's really going on. So therefore, I don't have to freak out. Once you've done that, uh, you'll be calming down almost immediately. And then you can pray if you have a faith. Uh, I'm a man of faith. I, I am a Christian and I believe uh, that God creates us and knows us and actually knows how to help us through times of difficulty and trial. So I choose to pray. Uh, maybe for you, you would choose to just remember, uh, if you're not a person of faith, to remember how in the past you'd had troubling times and you're still alive today, you're still upright, you made it through. And so I will pray and say, thank you, God, that you know what's going on and that I don't have to freak out. And also, thank you, God, that you've brought me through a lot in my life and this will not kill me. Everything's okay. So you pause, take a breath. You ponder and ask yourself, is this true? Do I have all the facts? Do I have to freak about this? No. And then you pray. And then finally, you proceed. What I love about that is you can proceed now with a response instead of a reaction. Say somebody says something to you that causes an inner fear to rise up immediately and you want to react to defend yourself or to lash out or to solve an issue or whatever it may be. If you pause... Take a breath and ponder. So maybe the pondering is, do I need to respond to this right now? Do I really need to say something right now? Do I need to do something right now? You may even ponder, is this the right time or the right place to respond to this situation? Many times it's not. If I have something come through on a text and I'm in the middle of work, I need to stay focused on where I'm at right now and then through prayer, I will determine how to proceed. So finally, we determine how to proceed. And we can proceed with peace and uh, knowledge that, hey, we're going to be okay. So the question with proceed is this, uh, will you let it go? Maybe it's insignificant and it was just an overreaction. Will you follow up? Maybe that's something you put in your calendar for a phone call later. Will you seek help? Maybe you need to seek somebody else's help who is wise. So take a second, take a breath, ask a question. I think of this, pray, um, excuse me, uh, pause, ponder, pray, proceed, and then take one second, breathe, one question, is this true? One decision, what's my next step? 
But whatever you do, don't freak out. Choose your response. I know this, and this this took a lot of discipline and a lot of practice. So the first time this happens, if you fail, don't give up. Don't beat yourself up. Just get up, brush yourself off, and try it again. The brain is incredible, and it will respond to how you train it. I think of the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians, where he tells us to think on things that are good and noble and true and pure. Uh, He's telling us to think on good things, to think on positive things, and especially think on truthful things. This is an exhortation that our thoughts will direct our lives, and they will literally uh, determine how we react and how we respond and how we live. So we definitely want to think before we react. So I think of a text in the Bible, another text in the Bible about a guy named King David. King David was a king. He was a warrior. uh, He was a leader of an army. And uh, his wives, uh, not his wives, but his men and their wives were at uh, the city that they were living in with the children while they went out to war. And they came back from a war and found that the whole city had been burned down and their wives and children had been captured and taken away. This is a big don't freak out moment for David and his men. Um, This was unexpected. This was um, a place of grief, of confusion, of sorrow. Can you imagine finding out that your wife and kids had been taken off by an enemy? Well, sometimes in our lives, we have things just like that. We show up and suddenly we find out that there's a major threat. Something is not right. Something is going on in our lives that could totally take us out. Well, in this situation with David, um, his men freaked out. They were sorrowful, of course. They were grieved. They were shocked. But then they turned and got angry and decided that David was the problem. David was the one who was at fault, and they actually decided that they were threatening actually to kill him. What I find interesting is David did not freak out. He was grieved. He was sorrowful. He was concerned. He was shocked, just like the rest, but he didn't freak out. He paused. He pondered. He prayed. And then he proceeded. So it says that he actually found comfort in the Lord and he sought the Lord and he also reached inward. And I believe he probably thought to himself, God has brought me through a lot of things in my life. God has helped me kill a giant. God has helped me to kill a bear when he was uh, protecting his sheep. When he was a shepherd, God has helped me in my life to overcome worse things. And although things are bad right now, I believe in the Lord and I know that we can make it through. And he prayed and he found peace and solace in himself and in the Lord. Don't freak out. Pray. Ponder. Then proceed. So we have the opportunity always when fear comes our way to do crazy things. Um, I've seen in the past people who, you know, were told that, you know, a wife or a husband was going to leave, just go completely haywire, flattening tires, making threats, going kind of crazy. Now, again, I don't fault people for that. We go through these things and we overreact. So if you've been in that situation, um, 
I encourage you, that may have been a failure at that point. It might have been a mistake, but you can move forward. You can definitely uh, grow in that situation going forward. But people overreact, they scream, they yell, they fly off the handle, fire off an email or a post, get onto Facebook and completely demolish other people or assume the worst um, and start desperately looking for ways to find a, you know, a save us mentality or something. But here's the thing. Don't stress, don't overthink, don't create false scenarios in your mind. Take a breath, talk to yourself. I actually coach myself. I'm a, I'm a life coach uh, and I actually work with clients. And if you need help, I can help you. Uh, and I'd love to help you through transitional periods in your life, especially hardship periods on how to get to the next stage. But I'll talk with people and say, listen, talk to yourself. You've got to talk to yourself. Ask yourself questions. Comfort yourself. Calm yourself down and trust that God will walk you through this. So talk to yourself. Talk to God. Use scripture, your affirmations, or even your past experiences to remind yourself you're going to be okay and everything is good. Train your brain to respond and not react. And after a while, this will become second nature. So five and a half years of working on this, and I've implemented this practice in my life on a daily basis. I can tell you it works. I am not freaking out like I used to. Um, I, I actually remember years ago when I didn't understand this, I would wake up in the middle of the night with nocturnal panic attacks. Maybe some of you have had them. They're terrifying. You wake up thinking you're dying, that your heart is pounding out of your chest. You're having shortness of breath. Um, it's a terrifying experience. Well, come to find out I was having those experiences because I didn't know how to handle all of the amygdala attacks that were happening in my life. I didn't understand the post-traumatic stress disorders of the past and how they were affecting me in the future. Um, maybe some of you have also experienced, like I have, um, in childhood, you know, traumatic experiences. Um, I grew up in a pretty wild environment and uh, experienced some things that definitely set some fears in my life. And in adulthood, I was reacting to everything. So after going through, um, you know, the loss of job and the divorce and the new life, I went and figured a lot of these things out, thank God, through counseling and that. Uh, and now I realize that 99% of the things that we fear will never happen. And the things that are happening right now are not going to kill us. And we can make it. So you'll make it. You will be okay. I, whatever you're going through right now, tell yourself, I am going to make it. I will be okay. I will grow and change. I will survive and I will thrive. I'm telling you, it works. Um, God has created our brains to be resilient, to be able to respond and not react, and to completely change in our lives. So I encourage you, don't freak out. Just pause, ponder, pray, and then proceed. This is going to be a short one today. I just wanted to launch it with that, but we've got some awesome things coming up, some interviews. I have an interview with Dr. Eugene Wong already done, and um, that is about how to deal with pain. Uh, that's going to be great. He's actually a pain specialist. I have an interview done with a lady named Diane who um, had her daughter um, 
died not too long ago, and she shares her experience on how she navigated through the pain and through the um, hard heartache of that. Uh, I've got some interviews with some folks who are going to teach us financial uh, recovery and how to get out of debt and how to live prosperous. We have some interviews uh, coming up with people who've had significant losses in their lives and now have recovered and rebuilt in tremendous ways. And awesome topics. We're going to deal with some really good things that will help us. So I encourage you to join in. If uh, you uh, or someone you know needs help in rebuilding your life and finding renewed purpose and passion, there's a few ways you can do it. You can like and subscribe and share this podcast. Uh, I would appreciate you to do that. And I I know this content is going to help some people out there. So I'd ask that you would join me in getting this out to as many people as possible. And also email me with ideas and suggestions as well. You can email me at the lifebuildersclub at gmail.com. You can go to the lifebuildersclub.com website. Um, and also I would highly encourage you to go to the Life Builders Club with J. Julian Facebook group. That group is awesome. There's about 550 people in it and they're sharing encouragement with one another. I share little video blogs and video links and stuff like that, daily encouragements. And we're also going to start some courses pretty soon to help people have a, a real, um, way of growing through hardships into a new life. If you want to give me a call, you can do that as well, 231-487-2447. That is my life coaching phone number. Maybe some of you out there want to do some one-on-one coaching. I work with clients and help them to see where they've been, where they're at, and where they're going, and um, find new ways to live a prosperous life. Uh, I'll give you a free mini session if you need uh, that type of help and see if I can be the guy that can help you. But I want to thank you for listening. I know this is, uh, this is new, so I, I thank you for your grace as this isn't perfect. It's not meant to be perfect. It's just meant to get a message out to you that you can find a new life and rebuild with passion and purpose. Thanks for listening. I'm excited that you've joined in and thank you for going on this journey with me. I believe in you and I look forward to seeing you rebuild. Until the next time, God bless. Have a good day.